You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is George Volgaris again. I'm here with uh, Dr. Andreas Triandafilidis. Um, uh, Andreas, welcome to Tech Talk Central. It's great to have you here. Hi, George. Thank you very much for, for this invitation, really. Because, you know, we as researchers, we are not given the opportunity to, to talk about uh, our work. And this is uh, very, very important for us, you know. We, we, we are here exactly to try and, and, uh, and bridge this, this gap. Thank you. So um, let me give a brief um, intro to Andreas's work. So um, Andreas um, has a master's and a PhD degree uh, from the lab of medical informatics uh, from Aristotle University of Thessaloniki and a degree in computer science from the University of Crete. Uh, he has been an, a research engineer in several uh, EC-funded projects and co-funded projects in mobile health, clinical information systems, and pervasive computing. Uh, currently, Andreas is a postdoc research scientist at the Institute of Biomedical Engineering at the University of Oxford, and uh, he is involved in the design, development, and evaluation of mobile health systems for monitoring the heart failure, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and pregnancy, funded primarily by the NHS, uh, the health, um, uh, the main health instrument of the UK. So, Andreas, again, welcome and. Uh, Give us a brief overview of, uh, of, of what you're working on at the moment. Yeah. So my, my main focus is on um, uh, the provision of pervasive healthcare services to chronically ill patients. And uh, mm-hmm. w- what, what I mean by that, pervasive healthcare is about uh, providing mobile health services uh, to patients anytime, anywhere. So mm-hmm. we know we know that our uh, model of healthcare today is uh, mostly hospital-based. We can say, and um, uh, we expect that in the future to change, and uh, we expect a shift from this hospital-centered uh, model of delivery of uh, healthcare services mm-hmm. to to a model which uh, will have the patient as as the main the main uh, uh, user as the main point and um, these services will be provided out of this hospital setting so mm-hmm. for example it can be provided at patient's home or uh, when the uh, at the patient's uh, work etc mm-hmm. so this is a very very uh, very important uh, research uh, direction so pervasive computing then is 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 uh, having access in a sense to uh, healthcare everywhere, as you said, not just uh, within the hospital environment. Exactly. And I, I understand that this involves a number of uh, different uh, technologies, a number of different disciplines, from uh, perhaps specialized hardware for gathering data like sensors and stuff, uh, also for uh, mobile devices to to collect this information and send it over, like mobile phones, for instance, as well as infrastructure on the side of the organization whatever that is which handles and manages this thing so uh, can you give us an outline of the components that uh, you come into your your research comes into yeah yeah of course george so on the patient side uh, we have um, mobile devices which are commonly used uh, in our days like for example uh, smartphones or uh, tablet computers. Um, <coughs> these uh, these mobile devices can uh, communicate uh, 
uh, wirelessly with uh, with sensing devices, uh, which again can be commercially available, uh, like for example a blood pressure meter, a set of weighing scales, mm-hmm. uh, an oximeter, um, uh, patches. So. For example, a patient can work wear a patch uh, uh, on his chest for monitoring his his uh, activity and heart rate. There are numerous numerous of uh, sensing devices available now in the market that can be effectively used mm-hmm. at the patient uh, side and uh, communicate data to to the mobile devices like uh, tablet computers, etc. Mm-hmm. And this data then can be can be. Uh, delivered to tools that health professionals use in order to monitor uh, the patient uh, condition. Mm-hmm. So you, you use, if I understand correctly, off-the-shelf components then for the sensory stuff and the device and the hardware, and exactly. your your innovation is more on the on the software and and control side, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, um, and um, you you mentioned, I believe, uh, the uh, as one of the key aspects uh, this of uh, personalization, personalized solutions, right? Yes. So h- how does that come into into play? I mean, wh- where is the how do you achieve this personalization in your case in yeah. your experiments? Yes. So what what we are trying to to achieve is is to to develop personalized systems for the patients what do we mean by saying personalized that these systems have to have to be developed according to the patient needs uh, every patient individually is a different person uh, f- one from the other and have different needs so th- this is this is uh, very 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 important mm-hmm. and uh, a very, very common problem is that nowadays systems that these patients uh, uh, use are not used um, uh, on a wide basis. So this is a very, very uh, important uh, problem we are trying to solve. And we are trying to go towards a direction of of really usable uh, uh, systems that can be used even mm-hmm. by elderly patients, patients who can be <laughs> even more than 80 years old, I would say. Mm-hmm. For example, I have worked on a heart failure study where, which involved patients more than 80 years old, mm-hmm. and they actually could use uh, uh, the mobile devices that we provide them, and that was really remarkable. So that's the target, to provide personalized um, uh, mobile systems to the patients uh, so as to uh, uh, use them frequently uh, systems that are uh, very very easy to use so it's it's usability then that you point out as the main challenge that you are trying to solve at the moment if i understand correctly right yes mm-hmm. so so it's it's a uh, good usability which comes out of uh, the personalization that uh, we provide and how do we achieve this uh, this uh, personali- personalization so so we follow um, uh, an iterative uh, development uh, process, mm-hmm. which, uh, for example, uh, in our study with uh, heart failure patients, uh, we, we used, um, uh, we had as a team uh, clinicians, we had engineers, we had um, a social scientist. So we, we were a multidisciplinary team uh, for the support of the patients. For example, the so- social scientist uh, could um, conduct uh, interviews at the patient's uh, home so as to um, see if uh, the patient is satisfied with the system that we prov- provide mm-hmm. uh, to him. And um, on the other hand, 
we collect quantitative data from uh, the user interactions of uh, the patients with uh, the system. Mm -hmm. So we can collect uh, uh, data uh, coming out of which components have been used by the patients and which have not been used so as to uh, assess uh, which components of the system are useful to the to the patients and analyze um, uh, we would say uh, you, you this usage data and the usage uh, behaviors uh, um, then what uh, we can do the health professional actually he can uh, he can personalize the user interface of the patient according to his needs for for example um, a patient can uh, can find a, a specific sensing device not usable and mm -hmm. uh, this has to be deactivated from uh, his uh, user interface so we provide this uh, this option of per personalizing the user interface to be according to what the patient uh, uh, really really uh, needs and we can deliver uh, these these uh, automated updates on uh, on uh, the system and on the mobile applications through 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 an application distribution channel. So we use the Google Play Store. Mm -hmm. We all know Google Play Store, where, where we can download uh, applications on our mobile phones, and we mm -hmm. and these applications can be uh, automatically uh, updated. So we use a private. Uh, uh, application distribution channel, which is uh, Google Play Store, in order to deliver these um, uh, personalized mm -hmm. updates mm -hmm. of the software to the patients. Interesting. So, uh, what you described before, if I understood correctly, is that the, the healthcare professional uh, also has a, a, a much broader range uh, and deeper range of information uh, at his disposal, so that he can recommend or adjust a more personalized experience for the patient, right? This is yes. something that is enabled through your system, if I understand correctly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, perfect. So what is, what is the, um, uh, the, the vision, if you want, or the, the ultimate vision of your work? What is the, the innovation, if you want, that you, you see happening in, uh, at the end or the, the advancement of the state of the art, if you prefer? So I choose three different ways of saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think we, we, or, we are already novel by adopting this uh, interactive uh, development process targeting at uh, the personalization the yeah. of the system. Mm -hmm. So in this respect, I think we are already novel. So our next step in the development of pervasive healthcare systems, I think, is uh, the integration uh, with, uh, with electronic health records. This is very, very important. Uh, because uh, through this integration, we can have a complete view of the patient health status. And mm -hmm. out of this, we can generate uh, smart algorithms in order to mm -hmm. detect possible problems on the patient health condition um, and then uh, trigger appropriate uh, alerts either to, to the patients or to, to health professionals mm. and um, make uh, make reality what we say proactive care that's yeah. that's yeah. that's very yeah. very important so uh, where are you at the moment in terms of um, uh, case studies or, or deployments that have already um, implemented and and your plans uh, for the immediate future so so in the next uh, 
in the next stage of our study, we, we, we plan to conduct a large, a large clinical uh, study, um, which w- uh, will involve 200 patients mm-hmm. in uh, Oxford. Uh, most probably this study will get approval in January. And we will soon afterwards, we will uh, start uh, uh, recruiting uh, patients. And um, uh, as I said, the focus of this target will be the integration of uh, our already developed system with with uh, electronic health uh, records and the generation of uh, smart uh, uh, algorithms uh, for both uh, health uh, professionals mm-hmm. and uh, and the patients. But I understand you've already completed a pilot, a smaller scale pilot study, right? Yeah, we are okay. in this process. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have already uh, finished an observational study right. which lasted for one year. Mm-hmm. The purpose of this study was to detect the usability of of uh, the system and we found that the system was very usable by by the patients and i can uh, characteristically uh, tell that uh, the engagement rate was uh, like 5 days per week throughout mm-hmm. the study so one person used at le- for at least 5 days a week the the system which is a very a very remarkable mm-hmm. result impressive indeed so uh, a lot of a lot of uh, prospects then I see um, uh, obviously and uh, great work and great opportunity there. So um, Andreas, you did mention to me that you wanted to to say a few words about uh, some of your colleagues uh, yes. earlier on. Yes, thank you for giving me this uh, opportunity. <laughs> You're I think it's very important. Uh, so I would like to thank my colleagues. I would like to thank uh, Carmelo Velardo. I like to thank, I would like to thank Sai Damar Sa, uh, Tracy Chandler, uh, the first two I mentioned were, were the engineers of, uh, of our study, of our mm-hmm. support HF study. Um, Tracy Chandler was, uh, the social scientist and she conducted, uh, the interviews with the patients. Chris Patton, who was, um, a doctor in our study. Kazem Rahimi was the principal investigator, a cardiology, uh, for the University of Oxford. And, uh, Lionel, uh, Tarasenko, who is, uh, currently the head, uh, of Department of Engineering Science in the department, uh, in the University of, uh, Oxford. Brilliant. So really multidisciplinary team, right? As you yes, said earlier on. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I really hope that the entire team from the Institute of Biomedical Engineering at uh, University of Oxford is listening right now, and they will be start retweeting I hope so. like I, crazy. I, our, our I told them to, to turn on their <laughs> yeah. their radios. So uh, this is George Vulgaris. I was uh, I had the pleasure to talk with uh, Dr. Andreas Triandafilidis. Andreas, thank you very much. Thank you, George, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you very much. Great. This is George from Tech Talks Central. You're listening to Tech Talks Central.